As most of you are familiar, we start our retreats with uh, the eight precepts. There are two sets of eight precepts. One is uh, monastic pre- eight precepts. The other is uh, eight lifetime precepts. We start with eight monastic precepts and end with lifetime precepts, uh, especially those who are willing to undertake lifetime precepts. These are a little different, but uh, when we go to that section later on, you will see the difference. Now, we want to administer the eight monastic precepts. As usual, that is how we start our retreats. Retreat situation is a very special situation. So we begin with that eight monastic precepts. Please look at the papers and start asking for the eight monastic precepts. You read in Pali. Someone who knows who can recite Pali, start.
ततीयुद्धंगी तथीयंगी तथीयंगी तिशरनगमनसंपूर्णंगणाधिपाताधिपाताधिपाता अब्रह्मचर्यावेरमणिशिखापदंगसमादियामी सुरामेरयमद्यपमादट्टानावेरमणिशिखापदंगसमादियामी नच्यगीतवादितशुकदर्शन मलागंध विलेपन दारण मंडन विभूषणाथानावेरमणी सिखापदंग सामियामी उच्चाशयन महाशयनावेरमणिशिखापदंगसमियामी इमंगशील सामियामी तिशरनेण सद्धिंगशील सामदयिवा साधुकुरक्षिंग्वादेन संपादेतबीन सुगति शील भोग संपदील निबुति तस्माशील विशोधये
Friends, we start our retreat uh, from now on till uh, next uh, Saturday. These are the precepts we observe and we want to maintain this precept throughout this retreat. Because of our own mental purification, by observing these precepts, we will uh, not be able to get rid of all our mental impurities. That practically impossible. And yet, during this period, if we maintain our mindfulness and think about these precepts over and over, we will get even better understanding, deeper understanding of the meaning of these precepts, why we want to have any kind of precepts. Not only this, any precepts, why we don't, we need that. Friends, we all know we have grown so much all these years and when we look back our past experiences, we will see how many times we could not focus our mind, concentrate our mind, because of one main problem, that is discipline. Lack of discipline is a very major problem psychologically that we all face. Don't try to be, to pretend. Don't try to think that we, while observing this precept or administering the precept, that we look down upon anybody. We don't look down upon ourselves also. We all must admit that we have many weaknesses. Because of these weaknesses, our life is not on the right track. If we maintain one precept, we can observe all other precepts. That precept is mindfulness. Mindfulness is not only developing our insight, but it also improves our discipline, our patience, 
both of which are equally important to develop our insight so we have to think about this i just mentioned these words for all of us to think in discipline mind is difficult to control if one were to find out a way to control our senses that way is discipline when we discipline it is very easy for us to focus our mind on our accepted desired object we <clears throat> the theme of this retreat is bodhanga retreat that is the retreat we spend this time try trying to improve our wisdom bodhanga is limbs or parts or branches or roads towards developing our wisdom any wise person understands the importance of disciplining their senses in order to improve their own wisdom mindfulness no matter what else we do without discipline our senses gaining concentration is impossible <clears throat> when we open our eyes the whole world is in front of us through our ears we hear all kind of sounds these are the two major senses that bring uncontrollable amount of information into our mind out of all other senses these two senses particularly has to be trained disciplined in order to prevent too many unnecessary information getting into our mind so in this practice we close our eyes and open the mind when we open the eyes then mind is closed because so many informations are coming into our mind through the eyes 
almost, I think, uh, one half of our information coming into our mind through our eyes. Seeing people, places, situations, books, thousands of things. Hearing, we can have certain degree of control. But seeing, there's no control. So we, in order to develop our wisdom, insight, we must open our mind. Open our mind not for various uh, unwholesome thoughts. In Pali, there is a word for unwholesome words, speech, tirachana katha. Tirachana katha means animal's talk. All meaningless talks are clustered together and label it as tirachana katha. Any unwholesome talk. I don't have to categorize them, <laughs> I don't have to label them. Any unwholesome talk, speech, Buddha called Tirachana Katha. Animals talk. Thirty-two of them are listed. When we think about those thirty-two, all of them we can put into one label and we can label it one as unnecessary, useless, talk. They all begin in our mind. Talk doesn't happen all of a sudden in our mouth. Talk has its source in the mind. Since the mind is chief, mind is the leader, mind is the maker, mind is the creator of all sort of things. Tirachana katha Animals talk begin in the mind. And this animal thought, animal talk begins with animal thought. <laughs> you think of this. And therefore, most of the animal thoughts arise through our eyes by seeing objects. Objects themselves are neither beautiful nor ugly. But our perception Visual perception gives some qualities to objects, wholesome or unwholesome. So therefore, when this thought dominates the mind, animal thought dominates our mind, wholesome thoughts subside. They don't have a chance to grow. And therefore, if we want to develop our wisdom, insight, mindfulness, close your eyes. And open the mind only for those wholesome thoughts. This list of wholesome thoughts we will discuss during this retreat, they are called Bodhyanga, Bodhyanga. 
I put it in this form rather than uh, typical technical terms for us to begin with this retreat. As we unfold this subject gradually, bringing the topics for each day's talk, we will see how each of them helps us to develop our insight and gaining wisdom. Eventually, the whole purpose of this whole practice is eventually to get to know our all defilements. Not only during this retreat, of course, we don't expect you to do it, but to show how our impurities we will minimize, reduce, and the only the way we can show to reduce, minimize, and to bring insight, wisdom, and liberate ourselves from all kinds of defilements, particularly from suffering. So, for this reason, we begin the retreat with these precepts. That is just the beginning. And tomorrow onward, we give Dhamma talks and we will have discussions, interviews. Our plan is that I will give all the interviews and I will give one talk and answer your question in the evening and the rest of the week the monk who gives the Dhamma talk will answer the question in the evening. But during the daytime from 9.30 to 11 I will give interviews. And so you have to group yourself to come meet me in the office A uh, where we can uh, uh, quietly sit down and uh, answer a question. We don't have time to give individual interviews, uh, but therefore we have uh, group interviews <coughs> tomorrow onward. Now, we can spend the rest of the night maybe till about nine o'clock, sitting and meditating. <clears throat> so we may turn off the light. Somebody sitting at the back could kindly turn the light off. Uh, 
Tomorrow, uh, perhaps you may not have uh, enough uh, material to uh, have an interview. Uh, tomorrow we will not have interview, but we have Dhamma talk and uh, Q&A in the evening. Day after tomorrow onward, Tuesday onward, uh, we will have morning interviews. Okay. We sit in a reasonably comfortable posture. Try to keep your body straight, upright and relaxed. Normally we begin our meditation with uh, metta recitals, perhaps uh, tomorrow morning onward we will do that. Now, this moment we recite only one phrase or one sentence that itself covers everything. That is, may all living beings be well, happy and peaceful. With these thoughts of metta, we begin our practice. Let this metta thought repeat in our mind and we let it repeat in our mind with utmost sincerity, honesty, wishing sincerely that all living beings live in peace and harmony. This thought we cultivate in our mind, first of all, for our own mental peace and harmony that becomes a strength for us to wish others to be peaceful and to 
wish them to live in harmony. With this metta thought in mind, we relax our mind and body and start focusing mind on our breathing. Notice the breath moving in and out naturally. You may notice as you breathe in, lungs are expanding. As lungs expand, you feel a degree of pressure or tension tightening of your upper part of the body. When the lungs are full, that tension or pressure is stopped. As you breathe out, that tension slowly is released. As the lungs expand, tension builds up. Lungs contract, tension subsides. As tension subsides, you experience a degree of relief. Tension builds up, you experience a degree of discomfort. When there is no air in your lungs after breathing out, you experience a degree of anxiety for not having breath in your lungs. That anxiety fades away as you breathe in. So one moment you experience very pleasant feeling, next moment little unpleasant feeling, one moment tension, next moment relief of tension. There is nothing artificial in it. This is very natural experience we gain. Through this natural phenomena, of inhaling and exhaling. And focus the mind on this sensation, pleasant or unpleasant, tension or relief of tension, anxiety or relief of anxiety. These are the feelings we experience as we breathe in and out. We become aware of our perception of the breath and the feeling. We become aware of our attention paying to the breath, 
feeling and perception. We become aware of our consciousness. So these are not any additional or thought or imaginations. These are very natural phenomena and we want to become aware of this truth as it is. The whole purpose of our meditation is to be fully aware of things as they really are. It's called in Pali, Yatha Bhuta Jnana Dasana. Knowledge and vision of things as they really are. Knowledge develops through awareness. Vision developed through insight. This knowledge and vision arises from seeing the reality exactly as it is without any addition or subtraction. So stay, stay with this experience. We don't have to visualize or imagine anything expanding and contracting is natural. We don't see it, we don't hear it, but we feel and we pay attention to the feeling. So we will see the breath is changing, the feeling is changing, Perception is changing, awareness is changing, attention is changing from moment to moment, consciousness is changing. So what we really experience is nothing but the changes. So we don't see anything static, anything unchanging. That is the reality. When everything we experience is changing, there's nothing for us to grasp or hold on to. The clinging is mere attitude or desire or wish, but it can never happen. We can never cling to anything. It is just a wish because things are slipping away, fading away, appearing and disappearing.
our wish to cling to it is a mere dream. It never happens. We cannot cling to anything within ourselves or outside. This also is truth that we experience. When we see this reality, slowly our wisdom eye opens to accept this reality. That's a wonderful discovery we have. We find it within ourselves. I don't want to keep talking. When you keep your mind on these instructions and see for yourself whether that is true or not. So I stop talking and we all in silence notice what is happening.